You're listening to Subconscious Mind Mastery, podcast number 74. Oh, my. (laughs) You know, there's a saying. Okay, you remember podcast number 21. If you haven't listened to that, go back and check it out. It's the podcast that I did talking about the year that I spent in 2009 in my RV, in this fifth-wheel RV that I bought and sold, and how all that unfolded and how that was really the shifting point year of my life from going from uh, the challenges and defeat of the past to this new space, the the pinnacle or the fulcrum point of that, where it, the tipping point, think about a teeter-totter, where it goes up and then when it comes down, that was 2000 nine except from going down to up in this case so if you haven't listened to podcast number 21 go back and listen to it but uh, my dad told me years ago i remember this is a dad saying and you've heard it too in fact you could say it out loud uh, if you're not in a place where you would look kind of foolish saying it if you are a dad's used to say a boat owner but i would also say an rv owner if you own a boat or an rv or you know, some other kind of uh, adult toy like that, let's say. There are two happiest days in in an RV owner's life. There's the day that you buy it, right? And the day that you sell it, exactly. Well, guess what old Thomas is doing again? That's right. (laughs) The first happiest day. We're shopping for an RV. But I'll tell you, this is not at all. This is not at all driven by uh, the last one or the motivations of the last one, which really was more fear-based than anything, and it ended up turning out well, this one is really completely driven by intuition. So let me tell you the story. I'm just kind of popping in here. Uh, It's actually late in the evening. I should be in bed, but I was so excited about this that I just wanted to record this podcast and tell you about it, and then this is a journey in progress. So I'm just, I'm saying, okay, let's open this up and I want to share this journey with you. I think there's some value and benefit to this. So go back to Mount Shasta. Now you remember the last podcast, if you've listened to 73, if you haven't, go catch up with that. But I've been uh, experiencing just this incredible energy journey and pursuing it. So I traveled purposefully twice in the last six weeks to Mount Shasta in Northern California. This was after I had been told to basically go to Mount Shasta a couple of years ago. And I mean, Mount Shasta is not on the way to anywhere. It's five hours from Portland. It's five hours from San Francisco. Probably the closest airport to it would be Medford, Oregon, and you'd have to fly all day just to get to Medford. So it's like you're not going to Mount Shasta unless you go to Mount Shasta, right? So purposefully and deliberately over the last two weeks, I cashed in some air miles and I took off for Mount Shasta specifically to really get in touch with that higher energy side of who we all are and yet is so snuffed out and so stifled and so stymied and so hard to hear and difficult to connect with in these daily lives that we that we live. So to go to a high-energy place like Shasta or Sedona or Eureka Springs, like I mentioned, and by the way, 
I'm seriously thinking about organizing some um, vortex tours, some energy tours uh, to these high vortex energy places. Probably not this year. I don't know. Maybe it will come about. If it, if it was, it would be Sedona in the fall, like November, December, something like that. But more realistically, probably next spring. If you are interested in joining a group of, uh, you know, probably a small group or a medium-sized group of people who are interested in going to energy places, would you just drop me an email at thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com and, or you can do it through the comment box on the website at subconsciousmindmastery.com and just say energy tour. That's all you need to do. I just, just say, yeah, I'm in and um, that you'd be interested in exploring it. I haven't put it together and I don't know if you're able to go when it happens, but if it is and you're interested, just shoot me an email real quick and let me know. I just would like to see how much interest there might be out there and i would appreciate that and while we're on that topic if you have not gone to itunes and left a comment i would also really appreciate that as well i love to see who you are and connecting with a lot of people out there right now and um, a lot of listeners are just showing up you know they're emailing we're getting in touch contacting going to see them in some cases and i mean it's just really cool so yeah i would love to uh, connect with you and hopefully we can do it in a high energy place and you can experience what i'm talking about here and experience it for yourself okay i gotta get back on track or this thing's gonna be two hours long so went to mount shasta had this amazing energy experience i mean just the connection that was promised i was told to go back and i was told that there was something waiting for me there and yep i did and there was so a lot of personal things that i won't go into here but Going back from Shasta um, up to Oregon, to Portland, where I was flying out of, it became very clear that an RV was something that I was to take a look at immediately. And do you know how your heart just jumps when you know something is the right thing? Have you ever experienced that? If you have, would you, before the day is over, would you take out your journal and you do have a journal? I know you do. (laughs) Take out your journal and capture when and where and everything around that where your heart just leapt with this is the right thing. And you knew it so much in your spirit and you proceeded down that path and it worked out beautifully. Would you just reconnect with an experience like that out of one of the chapters of your life? I know you have them. We've all experienced that. It's just so often we we don't live there. Well, this was one of those. It just my heart just jumped for joy. And the more I thought about it, and the more I ruminated it, and the more it just incubated and sat there and smoldered and just bubbled up to the top. I'm thinking of like a geyser in one of those little bubble pool springs at Yellowstone Park, you know. It just started bubbling up. And the feeling was joy and happiness and really almost giddy and excitement. And I mean, I felt like a kid at Christmas again. You know, it's, that's what we've talked about in Parallel Universes of Self, the audiobook with Fred Dodson, as we've talked about. When you experience that kind of joy, that's it. You're in the river. That's where you're supposed to be. And boom, I mean, in the matter of a few minutes, that was exactly where I'm supposed to be. Wasn't something on my radar 
wasn't something I had been thinking about. It just, it just hit. It just boom. And yet this just transformative emotion triggered inside. So <laughs> when I got back to Portland, what did I do? I absorbed in searching for RVs. Now there's a problem with that. <laughs> Number one, that's how I, that's just, that's like my nature. When I get excited about something, I just want to immerse in it. I want to jump in both feet, go. And that's what I did. I started, I got on the internet. There are several websites where you can start searching for RVs and man, did I ever. And basically spent the whole day Saturday. I mean, I did do a few things around Portland, walked around downtown a little bit, but mostly spent the day on this and a good chunk of Sunday and a good chunk of Monday. And th see, that's the problem. I mean, I, I get absorbed. And the issue with that is that it's being in my head. It's being in the head, not the heart. It's head forcing determination, power. I have this strong sense of power that can come out with things like this. It's it's putting the head down and ramming it through the wall. We're going to knock this thing down. By God, now I'm going to find an RV. You see how that's just not of spirit? That's not the way of the magician, like Fred says so, so well, so beautifully. The way of the magician is just to flow and know that the RV will show up in exactly the right moment, exactly the right one, exactly the right price, etc. There's a thin line here too there's there's this fine line between doing it for you know i mean doing all the things that you have to do you have to do diligence due diligence you have to do due diligence you have to research you have to make yourself aware of what the market is and what a fair price is you have to uh, so many variables and factors about these things that you have to consider and i had to bring myself back up to speed. And that takes time. It takes a lot of time. So it wasn't that that was, I'm not going to classify it as bad or wrong or anything like that, but I'm just saying that there's this, as you're, I'm, I'm more focused on what you go through. When you start to manifest something, when you start that process of bringing something from nothing into physical reality, there's a really thin line between doing it and manufacturing it and processing it in your head and doing it from your heart. You can do the head part and the heart part together, but let the heart lead. Let it dominate. Let it flow. Let it be in the driver's seat. So after these three days, basically, of really hard searching for this, last night when I went to bed, I deliberately set this aside. I knew where I was. I, I've you know, gotten familiar enough with this process that I, by about 11 o'clock last night, I knew that I had pushed all that I needed to push. And, and it was like, okay, I've done all this research. That's great. I've got a plan. I had a plan in mind and I deliberately set it aside. And I said, when I get up this morning, I'm going to focus on other things. Primarily, I've got a huge, several huge projects going at work, and um, I have to crash through those. So the, the commitment to myself today was to just set this aside and let it be. Give it some space, let it breathe, and just push it away and say it'll be all right. Now, last night before I went to bed, 
I pulled out my journal, which I often do, and I just got in touch with my spirit. And I rarely would do this to anybody. I mean, my journal is one of the most private things in my life, and I rarely would open it and let anybody see inside. But I'm going to here because I think it's very relevant what was said. Here is what I wrote. You've done good research. Now you know the whys. That's fine. Let it rest with your subconscious tonight and check in in the morning. There's a right way to go here, and you're open to it. You just need to release. Let go and take this out of your head. Use your heart to create and don't force this. You'll push it farther away. So put what you found into your subconscious with emotion and then get a great night's sleep and go to work tomorrow and get caught up, get things done, work hard and don't focus on RVs. And that was it. I closed my eyes. It had been a long day. I was tired and I went to sleep and I ran the plan. When I got up this morning, I have had a very busy day. And about 6 o'clock this evening, I called a buddy of mine who um, was the repairman. He was the mobile service guy for RV Number 1, Podcast 21. And I called him. His name is JR. And, um, and I talked to JR about what I was doing. This is a guy that I totally, completely trust. And he has always had my best interest in mind. So he gave me two brands of RVs to look at that I should focus on. He said a, he said a Tiffin and a Four Travel. For those of you who are into these things, you would know what that is. We had about a 15-minute conversation. I had been looking at a couple of other lines, a couple of other brands, and we talked about that. And the this conversation came back to Tiffin. And ironically... I had written down some probably year ago or more, maybe, um, that I wanted to be traveling, and it was in a Tiffin RV. But here I was looking at other brands. So I, what I did is I ended my phone call with JR, thanked him very much, and I went back to the computer, and I clicked on another search, a new search, this time Tiffin. And I landed immediately on a particular rig. And once again, my heart absolutely jumped. I knew. I knew that was it. I knew that the RV that I was looking at was the one. And over the prior three days, I had spent hours looking at hundreds in my head. And yet, when I released it to my heart and to spirit and to God, and you know, normally we would say the universe. After Tom Nerer's podcast, I and Shasta, oh my Shasta, oh particularly Shasta, I'm very comfortable using God instead of the universe. I mean, we're really talking about the same thing. But in the context of calling and just evoking God's name, which is very powerful, I think I'm going to mostly change my vernacular here. I mean, when we talk about the universe, we're talking about the cosmos, the spirit, 
Wallace Waddles called it that formless substance that connects all things. That's God. It's God. If you want to call it the universe, that's fine. But one of the very clear things from Shasta was the uh, just the essence, the power, the sheer power of God. If you don't believe in God, that's fine. Don't be offended. Slug in universe and just go on down the road because really, in essence, we're all talking about the same thing. So please don't let that be a hang-up. But the point is, I'm really trying to hammer this home. I got out of my head and I let it go to spirit. And in one 15-minute phone call and five minutes on the computer, it was done. I had the RV. Except for one little problem. When you... Go to these websites. <laughs> Sometimes these things are really not people. I mean, I've I've searched and seen these really nice rigs and emailed people, and they don't email back. I've called people, and they don't call back. Texted people, and they don't text back. Had one guy uh, say that he was a dealer in Missouri somewhere, or Tennessee, I think it was, and that he wanted me to put a bunch of money in an escrow account and just kept coming back with that. I finally had to say, please don't email me anymore. We're done here. So you know how it is on the Internet. You never know what's on the other side of that image or that picture or that screen. So I had just, I'd basically been telling myself these things aren't real until you talk to somebody. And, and I had. I'd talked to several people that were very nice. I've talked to a family up in Oregon, another guy in California, another guy in Arizona. And, I mean, so very nice people out there, and, and they definitely want to sell their RV when you really connect with a person. So I didn't know if this was a person or a mirage, but what I did know was that my spirit had leapt. I mean, just jumped when I saw this RV, and it was just like, that's it. So the best thing to do was to trust that and, again, to set it aside. Now, I got to admit, <laughs> after the emotion of finding this, this particular RV, it was a little bit more difficult to set it aside tonight than it was last night. But I know this work well enough, and I know that that's exactly what you have to do, and it's not, it's not a facade setting of it aside it's a real you gotta let this puppy go so i had kind of developed this little space as i was looking for these where i would just say oh that's nice so i would look at one and i was like it and go oh that's nice okay so like there's no attachment fred talks about this so much in reality creation technique all of them uh parallel universes of self levels of energy the audiobooks uh that we've recorded together um, he talks about just being neutral and letting that space be, it's okay if it is, it's okay if it's not. So not getting attached to anything, particularly when you don't even know if there's a real human being, a trustworthy human being on the other side of that screen. The other thing that was a little bit difficult and one of those things that comes up is, is like this is the control area of me, right? Like I said a, a minute ago, I mean, the, the objective is to crash the wall down so here i was there's no phone number i could email them but but they it's like craigslist you know you can send out an email but you have no idea where it's going or what you're going to get back so here i was having to rely on them to contact me so we're dealing with control issues <laughs> well you know now it's really just more like flexing a muscle so i definitely know what to do at this point and i just did it i released i went to the gym i came back um looked at the rv again 
And this was an interesting point. So I came back from the gym. So now about an hour has passed. I checked the email. No, they hadn't responded. So I did a couple of things. I uh, did a, a few kinesiology tests, you know, the little tests that I've talked about in previous podcasts where you can check in with your energy and your subconscious and just make sure. It was like, yep, I'm on the right track. So okay there. But you know what I did? I sat down and I started to look at other RVs of the same by the same manufacturer, thinking, what if this isn't going to be the one that works out? And you know when I was doing that, that it almost felt like I was cheating on a lover. I mean, here, here God, the universe, had spoken, this is your provision. This is it. My spirit had said that. And as I was clicking through, it just, it felt dirty. It felt like I wasn't being true, like I wasn't believing in myself or my stuff. And it pricked my conscience and and I went on and clicked through a couple more. And then, I mean, it just was so strong that I finally just closed the browser. I mean, that was it. I went back and actually what I did is I went back and looked at the one that was the one and I just absorbed that one some more and closed the window that had the other ones in it and just got rid of it. And as I looked at that coach, I could see myself driving it. I could see myself riding down the highway with it, with my bicycle strapped on the back and the Jeep being towed behind it. I could picture myself at a campground in Colorado and Sedona and in Mount Shasta. I could see the freedom of being on the road, living on the road, waking up to a cool Colorado summer morning or taking a hike in Sedona at the end of a long workday and just checking in with energy and just relaxed in all of that. Let it absorb me. So I went up the street, got a bottle of wine and came back and cooked myself some dinner and actually went to the whiteboard that I had mapped out the boxes of everything that I need to do here. I mean, I've got a storage unit to deal with, got an apartment to deal with, I've got other stuff that I need to work on and And also to find the RV was one of those boxes. And it was like, okay, I'm done with that one. What's next? And I started looking at what would be the next logical thing that I need to focus my attention on equally. So twice in about 24 hours, here I am again looking elsewhere, getting my attention off of that. And what that does is it gets you out of the way. So you create, you visualize, and then you step out of the way. Step aside. Let it go. Focus on something else. Get your attention elsewhere. Go about the rest of your life and open that space up so that God, the universe, spirit, can step in and fulfill what you've created. Get out of the way. So in that space, I was fully prepared tomorrow to start working on other things. And I was getting in my mind and starting to filter up to the subconscious what those events of tomorrow were going to be. Got plenty to do, so I was just going on down the line, both work and personal. Then maybe about 8.45 or 9 o'clock, I got the email from the owner of that RV. He said, could we talk in the morning? And I emailed him back and said, absolutely, what time works for you? So we have an appointment to visit at a given time in the morning. And if there are no red flags on this, then I'll jump on a plane and head up there to see it. And if everything checks out there, then I'll be driving an RV back from uh, from where it is located now. 
And along the way, I will definitely keep you informed because, like I said, this is kind of a fun journey, as we like to say around here, that will continue to unfold. And I know those of you who keep up with the series on a more regular basis will be interested. What's happened with the RV? So I will definitely let you know. Okay, let's let's just talk about a couple of takeaways because there are some great manifesting lessons from this. Number one that comes to my mind is follow your heart. Okay, I've got this really cool story from Mount Shasta. The last evening that I was there, went up to the top of the mountain, well, as far as you could drive, I mean, not not hiking up to 14,200 feet, but up there to Timberline where the last parking area is. And it was close to where I did the podcast from. The campground was not quite all the way up to this area. This was the higher area there. It had turned quite chilly and it was threatening rain. So there were clouds coming in. Went up there to sit and meditate for just a few minutes. And I heard a lot of people off to the off to the side over here. Didn't pay a lot of attention to them, but I heard. And it, they were obviously having a lot of fun. There was a lot of laughter with this group over here. They were having fun, and it was obvious that they knew each other. Well, as time went by and as I would just glance over there, I could see that the, there were two ministers. There was a man and a woman. They were adorning themselves in ministerial robes and just putting two to two and two together pretty quickly, I realized there's going to be a wedding up here, right on the edge of Mount Shasta, overlooking that beautiful range that I put pictures on the website of subconsciousmindmastery.com on podcast 73 of uh, the view that was from up there on Mount Shasta. Just uh, absolutely delightful, incredible. And obviously these people were in tune with energy because they wanted to start their new family and their new relationship together in that place. I couldn't think of anything more totally cool than that. So I eased over to a picnic table that was um, a little closer to where they were. They were over there by this scenic backdrop. And I sat on the picnic table and I was reading this meditation prayer that was actually calling on the um, the the loving side, the I'm going to say the feminine side of of who God is reflected, say, Mother Mary, uh, the Holy Spirit. Um, I'm not going to get into all of that right now, but just to say this, the loving, the really, truly loving side of God. I was reading through this about a five-step meditation that was going through calling that love into your heart and your life. And while I'm reading through this meditation, literally with tears in my eyes, I'm looking out across at this group, and now they had formed a circle, and this family and friends were holding hands as these ministers started to pronounce the ceremony, very impromptu, I mean, not scripted and very informal, but this really cool ceremony to bring this young man and this young woman together in marriage. I was just far enough away that I couldn't hear everything, but the the female minister, project, she had a projecting voice, and she was more turned my direction. It was windy. Uh, the, the kid, There were kids running around. There was a dog running around, just kind of thing. So there was noise in the background. I couldn't quite lock on to everything. But as she started to speak, the one thing that I heard her say as she was admonishing this bride and groom was she she set up exactly the same thing that we're talking about. She said, you can run your home and you can run your life from your head and you'll respond to each other from your head. 
or you can make the choice to let your home be governed by your heart. And her plea to the young couple was, please let your home be governed by your heart. Get it out of your head. Let it be from the heart. And that's the plea here. So the second step, really, with that is to get in touch with your heart. Now, I I went radical here, right? I went to Shasta and then went back to Shasta. Why? Because Shasta said, go back. The first 90 minutes wasn't enough. Needed more. Believe me, when I get this RV, I'll be camping there, and I will do podcasts from there. And, oh, yeah, the RV will be able to do podcasts. I'm going to build a whole studio in it. That'll be part of the whole deal is on the road with Thomas Miller. You'll be coming right along. But but my comments earlier in the podcast that we are so stifled in our society from getting in touch with our heart. And that's why that's why I love going to Eureka Springs and Sedona and Shasta and these high energy places where it's just what's the difference between um, Shasta and Des Moines, Iowa or Dallas, Texas? The difference is that you can hear more clearly. The energy is louder. You can get in tune quicker. You get messages that are crystal sharp clear. So I went back to Shasta to get in touch with my heart. You know from this podcast series, there were years and decades of my life that I had no idea how to do that or even what it was. So my plea for you is to know your heart and get in touch with your heart. And then if we put something together my goodness, please come on a trip with us to go find your heart. It's the most beautiful gift you could ever give yourself is to know your heart. Lesson number three is to release. And how many times in these 74 podcasts have we talked about this? And yet it's so hard to do. And I just told you two examples of when I didn't do it and had to really kind of grab my jaw and yank my head around and and do what I knew to do, but it still is something that has to be deliberately engaged. Again, we are little control freaks running around the earth. We have to control everything. Let it be. Thank you, John Lennon, for that line. Let it be. Look someplace else. Release it. Remember, one of the laws of the universe that we've talked about is the law of gender. That means gestation. That means there's an incubation period between the time that the idea is conceived until the time the idea is manifested, birthed, becomes reality. Sometimes that could take years, months, weeks. In this case, it was a matter of hours. And this story isn't written yet, right? This isn't over. This I'm just giving you a snapshot. I thought this was really cool, and I thought you'd get a lot out of it. So I ran over here and got in the studio and and putting this podcast together for you because I I was excited about it and I thought you would be too. There's some great lessons here and I have no idea how this will unfold. So you're getting the snapshot in time and I'll keep you up to date and we'll just learn the lessons together as we go through this. So looking away, looking away, that would be my fourth point. Look away, get your focus off of what it was that you created. That's the cousin if you will, of releasing. So what do you do? You create it. That's using your head. You think about what you want. You visualize it. Boy, that was the missing piece for me because I really couldn't see what RV I wanted. I couldn't, 
I was okay with a number of colors, so I didn't have a particular color in mind. I, I, you know, I didn't care about this or that. I was giving up features as I was looking through the different units at the different prices and all the various things, all the factors and considerations. So, you know, it's just I didn't have it in my mind exactly what I wanted. But boy, when this one leapt off of that computer screen, that was it. I could visualize myself in that one. Now, it'll be a hell of a deal if if that one if this doesn't come through for some reason. That'll be a whole other uh, lesson that we can learn and think about. Of uh, you know, But again, there's no attachment. I really, when I go to bed tonight, that unit could happen tomorrow or not, and it'll be okay either way. Like I said, when we hold on, then it blocks spirit from working on our behalf. When you cling tightly... Spirit has no place to get in there, no place to work, no room to work. When you create it and then get out of the way, then God can move. Spirit can move, and in some cases, move quite quickly. Okay, I've given you all a lot to think about, so take this to heart. Put it into practice with the things that are in front of you, with the stuff that's in your life that you're creating this is just an example. This is a story that's unfolding over here. You go create your life. Put this into practice. Now, I'll be back with updates as they happen, like I said. It might be on the road, and if I am, I'll throw that remote mic in the bag and we'll check in because there'd be nothing more thrilling to me than to be talking to you, say, by the weekend from the road, driving that Tiffin RV back to Texas. And along the way, (laughs) enjoying the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thank you for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.